Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar that's held each week at this time to support and strengthen the work of triangles. Triangles is related to the um, creation of a planetary etheric body. And this work is therefore very much related to the topic under discussion today, which is the seventh ray. So I think it's, I just wanted to share with you a few thoughts about this ray energy as a way of introducing those people who might be new to this work, to the underlying fabric of what we do together each week and each day. <clears throat> For triangles is a, a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work we do together is simply undertaken by establishing lines of lighting, loving, loving lighted communication between three people who agree to undertake this work every day. So it is a commitment and many of you who might be participating in these webinars might not yet be members of Triangles uh, and it's wise to consider that your participation will involve a daily activity. So we do know that amidst all of the hubbub of our daily busy lives, we can make time for this visualization work. So we establish this line of light between ourselves and our two triangles partners. And then we link with the planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, we sound together the great invocation as a means of distributing the inpouring energies of light and goodwill to all people who can respond to spiritual stimulation when it's released into the atmosphere. And this work need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into the, even the busiest of schedules. So if you do resonate to the idea of planetary service, undertaken in cooperation with a worldwide group of individuals, you might want to consider forming a triangle. And you can find out more about triangles on our website, triangles.org. And if you are participating in this webinar at another time, you might want to consider joining with us live and you can do that by going to triangles.org slash webinar and registering. So we hope to um, see more of you forming triangles because as we form more triangles, then the network is strengthened and the light and goodwill that the network releases can be brought to the effective uh, service of our world, which is in need of these lighted energies. This etheric body with which we work in triangles demonstrates the reality that every human being is an integral part of the etheric body of the planet itself and consequently 
of all life forms. Through the etheric body, we're all related to each other and to the animals, the plants, and the mineral worlds. For there's a point of light within each atom of substance, and the etheric connects these lights, extending from the highest to the lowest, to the great and to the small. All share the same life, the life that permeates all things. The esoteric science extends this idea to also include the great lives that occupy the cosmos. The totality of space itself, as Blavatsky taught, is an entity, a great life in which we live and move and have our being. The etheric body is closely aligned, as I said, with this energy of the incoming seventh ray. So as this energy comes in, we're moving into a culture that is more defined by energy in all its many forms. Increasingly, the focus is moving away from the dense physical manifestation of matter and into its etheric counterpart. As we know, the physical is in reality not a principle, as they say in the esoteric teachings. And as Aquarius and the seventh ray age come increasingly into manifestation, they will shift the planet into alignment with this more subtle form of energy. And we see this happening today all around us. This month, when the sun is in the sign of Libra, we work with a constellation that takes its shape in the form of a triangle. And we're told, not surprisingly, therefore, that this sign holds a special relationship with the work of triangles. So I thought I would just mention it briefly. It's a rather highly specialized work. It's said that this whole work of triangles is related and strengthened subjectively by a group of advanced members within the spiritual hierarchy who have chosen at the time of an initiation to pursue a particular path, a particular line of service that relates them to the inpouring energies of pure love that are pouring in from the constellation Libra. It's said their work involves the visualization before their eyes of a triangle of force in varying shades of the color rose. They serve by concentrating the energy through this triangle as through an open door and then sending it out through the potency of love that is said to emanate from the cosmic astral plane. And they do this ceasingly. This rose-colored energy emanating from the cosmic astral plane is concerned with bringing order out of chaos by pouring into the planetary astral plane pure astral energy, energy untainted by glamour and revelatory of pure love. These great lives are said to be able to do this work because of the stability that they have attained in working with the greater 
pairs of opposites. The energy surely has relationship <clears throat> as well to our world teacher, who's sometimes known as the Prince of Peace, and also with the overshadowing influence of the Spirit of Peace, also known as the Spirit of Equilibrium, who works through the world teacher. So during this time, perhaps, when the sun is in the sign of Libra, this balancing and stabilizing energy can allow for all triangles workers to bring in a measure of the release of pure love. So as we do each week, let's pause now for a moment of silence to link up with all triangles workers here today as well as all triangles workers everywhere. Let's see our group as a vast sphere of lighted purposeful energy. And let's see the world teacher standing at the heart of this sphere, radiating and enlivening all triangles workers. And let us visualize the special rose colored energy of love that is available to us through this teacher and through all our work together. See spinning out from the inmost center, shining threads of etheric substance pouring through us, uniting us one with the other and radiating out this pure love throughout all the worlds. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day.
So perhaps the most powerful energy playing upon our planet today is this seventh ray, the ray of ceremonial order and magic. This ray has a close relationship with the form nature, both in its etheric and physical manifestations, and hence has much relationship to the battle underway between the forces of light and the forces of materialism, between the light and the dark, the real and the unreal. A consideration of the impact of this seventh ray aids us to understand some of the spiritual underpinnings of the outer effects that are unfolding everywhere at this time. It's apparent that we are passing through a period wherein this, there is a clashing of civilizations. These dramatic changes have a lot to do with the incoming of this seventh ray, and particularly in its combination with the influx of Aquarian energies. Some of the names of the seventh ray Lord are as follows. These might help us if we ponder them to understand a little of the high significance of this great Lord. One of its names is the Unveiled Magician. Another name is the Creator of the Form. The One Who Lifts to Life the fiery unifier, the key to the mystery, the revealer of beauty. And some of the esoteric functions that this Ray Lord provides in our world are many, and I'll just read a few of the uh, phrases given to us. He's the one who constructs and shapes the living stone. It's he who sees all parts entering into the purpose. He's the builder towards beauty. He makes all colors bright and clear. He sees into the inner glory. He reveals the beauty of God. He brings the dead to life, and he builds forms anew. The rays, as they cycle in and out, color the flora and fauna of the planet with their essential qualities, and hence they bring into incarnation those that resonate to their qualities and colors, to their notes and tones. But this time into which we are entering now, this normal shifting of ray and energies is exponentially magnified. There are a number of reasons for this. One, it said that only six times in the last million years or so have we passed through a time when an Aquarian age combined with the simultaneous influx of seventh ray energy. Because Aquarius is so aligned with the seventh ray through its ruling planet Uranus, we can see why this is such a transformative 
combination, which the Tibetan has told us brings about a powerful illumination of consciousness and a time when the light supernal can be known. But this influx of the combined energy of the rays and signs is more powerful still at this time because the shift has been occurring not only in the cycle of the lesser zodiac, a 25,000 year cycle, but also simultaneously in the cycle of the greater zodiac, which is a 250,000 year cycle. This combination of two Aquarian cycles has clearly not occurred within all recorded history. And so we know that it is not a normal transition period through which we are passing. This is surely contributing to the daily 200 or more extinction of species that the scientists are reporting to be 1,000 times faster than the normal extinction rates. And surely this transition is not easy for human bodies either, hence the many diseases, physical, emotional, and mental, which are accelerating at this time as humanity is feeling the toll of these new and powerful and potent inpouring energies. But thankfully, as we enter into this new cycle, no longer do the incoming energies have to be appropriated by isolated individuals here and there throughout the planet. But rather, we now have the opportunity to work as groups, and in the case of triangles, with a worldwide group that is attuned to the etheric seventh ray energies through which the inpouring energies have a much more powerful ability to make an impact on public consciousness. The interplay between many minds working together produces a unity of thought that can impact upon the brain. And this impact results in the ability to create those forms which can move humanity forward, fostering thought forms of solution to the many problems confronting our world. Surely this dramatic combination of potent ray, constellational, and planetary energies is why this time is recognized within hierarchical circles as the greatest time in planetary history, the time of expectancy for which those who work on the inner sides have been waiting ever since the hierarchy was formed within our planetary life some 18 and a half million years ago. The timing for this externalization is not accidentally determined. It's time to coincide with this powerful seventh ray Aquarian influx. For all things are ordered by the will of God. So now let's work together with our meditation. Linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group.
We align ourselves with the spiritual will. Center Shambhala. And sound the affirmation of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now link with the world teacher who stands at the heart of love, at the center of hierarchy, and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energy of love.
Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work to be done by the words that will be poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, and as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills 
the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you everyone for your participation. And now we come to the final part of the webinar wherein if you would like to share a comment, you can do so by clicking on your name in the participants box and I can unmute your microphone and you can share audibly or you can post uh, your thoughts in the chat box. Looks like we have a few French uh, participants here with us today. So, welcome. Bonjour. <laughs> We don't have a, a webinar in French at this time, but hopefully some of you surely understand English. Um, Karen asked how many triangles are registered with Lucis Trust. I don't know the exact number, but there are definitely thousands. And I'm sure there are thousands more that are not registered. And we do, 
appreciate those of you who do register your triangles with us. And you can do that by going to triangles.org registration and filling out a brief form. Even if you haven't registered your triangle and it's been in activity for a number of years, please do register it. There are many benefits. We can keep in track of the numbers. Um, we can keep uh, a subjective link with all of you more fully as you register. We have a triangles bulletin that goes out three times a year that you'll receive electronically or through postal mail, whichever you prefer. And so please do consider registering. Um, thank you, Amelia, for your comments. Yeah, this work gives us a, a few different avenues to create a certain beauty in the work that we do together. Um, Jen writes, Jenny writes, um, could you speak a minute on the impact of the Triangle's work on climate change? Well, it's certainly um, a big question. But since we know that the most effective way to change the course of events in the trajectory of our planet at any time is by, as Margaret Mead said, a small group of people working together um, to make that change happen. And with Triangles, we have a large group of people and we're working energetically. And so, as we know from our understanding of the seventh ray, it is through the etheric that the seventh ray most powerfully works and through the etheric body, we actually reconfigure the etheric structure of the planet from a system of squares into a system of triangles. Triangles being, as you know, the, the uh, image through which the soul energy more fully flows. So if we bring through in our triangles work the energy of the soul, that is really um, the most effective means of transforming human consciousness. That's not to say, of course, that we shouldn't work um, on the physical plane in whatever capacity our soul um, is urging us to do, but through our meditative and subjective work, we bring into outer manifestation the, the soul's light and love. And so it really is a very effective means of, of healing and transforming and strengthening uh, the mental, emotional, etheric, and down to the physical plane. So it's a way of dispelling the clouds and mists. Um, Bibi says that she could translate it into French. Well, we do have the Transcripts are always available on our Facebook Triangles Group uh, Facebook page. And we also have them available in our Triangles blog. So if you ever felt like translating into French um, and distributing to your friends, uh, that, that would be fine. Or you could, we could post it on a Triangles Meditation Group page. So that's wonderful.
Uh, Herman says, thank you for the silence between the words. Yeah, it's good to have silence. Let's just think a little bit, pause, especially during this time of interlude when we, uh, you know, we're just moving into the lower interlude of the spiritual year when we, again, always during these interlude periods in the spring and fall, we're asked to to pause for quiet thought. Uh, yeah, the rand, random says, ask if we do the webinar every week. Yes, we do. Uh, I don't do it every week. I'm, I'm participating in it every week. But we try and have it hosted by different people. So some people are expressing their interest in the translation of the webinar into French. So that would be great if, if you would like to do that. Um, Camille asks, is there a center in our bodies where the Libra colors might be focused in meditation? Well, it seems like since it's an energy of love, we know that the higher aspect of love pours in through the Buddhic plane, the plane of pure reason, the plane on which we're told the spiritual hierarchy is now functioning. And so if we link with that center of love, the planetary center of love, that energy can be reflected through our astral bodies to the extent that we hold our astral bodies poised and attentive. So it can be like an astral buddhic connection. And I'd like to remind anyone if they'd like to share audibly to just click on their name in the participants box. Um, the link for the file from today's webinar is should be uh, up above if you scroll up. Um, we always upload it during the talk. Joe writes that she's heard that the love aspect of Libra is a type of love of brotherhood, a brotherly love, a sisterly love, not a romantic love. Well, of course, all the signs of the zodiac can be expressions for brotherly uh, love. Um, you know, that's really just depends on the application of the consciousness. But I don't think any sign precludes romantic love. It just depends on, on the dharma of the individual. For without romantic love, the species would cease to exist. So it still has an important role to play. And often romantically linked partners, as you know, are really needed in, in service work. They bring through special energy through their souls linking together. Uh, Anna writes, yes, we interact with the 
ethers, as waves of our consciousness are getting more tuned to the soul. Souls within and beyond the physical become unified on the higher dimensions. Yes. It's said that on the plane of soul, there is only brotherhood, sisterhood. Ginny writes, with all, we are all spiritual environmentalists. Yes, Ginny, thank you. So Bibi's giving her email address for anyone who wants a copy of the transcript in French. Thanks so much, Bibi, for that contribution. It's wonderful. Maria Christina writes, in the book, Treatise on White Magic, it said that the climate, earthquakes, and cataclysms, as well as the peril of insects, are created by humanity. Something to think about. Yes, that's untrue on one level, but there are other um, much larger levels, uh, causes underlying these outer changes uh, that the Tibetan does give a clear listing of in esoteric astrology. It's interesting to note that the preeminent, the preeminent cause underlying all of these outer changes are a welling up of force on the great star Sirius, which many of us know has a, a real close connection with our logos, our non-sacred, unimportant logos. And so this welling up of force on Sirius, which is perhaps um, most potently impacting on humanity, as you know, during the sign of Leo each year when we have the Sirius festival, this uh, connection and unleashing of this increase of love on Sirius is it's really one of the underlying causes, as I said, of our climate change and the shifting of the poles in the planet, the aligning of these two Aquarian centers, uh, Aquarian cycles, excuse me, and also the diminishing of the moon. We're told the moon is gradually dying off, and this is really affecting uh, our climate. And as you say, Mary Christina, our thoughts as well, of course. Some more French quotes. French are very active today. It's wonderful. Uh, Rasuita, thank you. Okay. Uh, Clint writes, is there really such a thing as soulmates? <laughs> well, it's a popular topic on the internet, I'm sure. <laughs> you can find a lot of information on that. Well, soulmate, you know, I don't think it has to be a romantic partner necessarily. It's just my understanding. And I think in any one life, someone might have a quote-unquote person that they are destined to work with on the physical plane. And so... In that sense, they are aligned at a soul level. Um, but probably 
the, as the Tibetan says, it's probably rather rare and is usually related to an alignment in the ray energies that are governing the bodies of the individuals. Um, sometimes not always the same rays, but very complementary energies. Um, but when the rays are the same, that would be a very, very strong connection, he says. Um, Patrick says, we're all spiritual environmentalists. Very inspiring. Wow. Yeah, it is. We are. We're working on causal levels, right? So we all have a lot to contribute towards planetary healing. Will a new moon replace our moon someday? Well, our moon is not really a moon, as most of you know, in the proper sense of the term. The moon's actually, um, we came from the moon. It was an earlier manifestation of the earth. So I, I, it's not um, a satellite. It's not our offspring. It's more, you could say, our mother. So whether or not there will be a moon someday circling the earth, I could imagine that when the earth um, establishes itself as a sacred planet and merits uh, the responsibility of, of nurturing new life, new little lives within its field. Uh, yeah, but that will be way in the future in my, in my understanding. Okay, so I think it's just about time. Um, someone's saying they don't see the transcript above. Okay, well, can email it to you. So now let's just take a moment before we close to link up with all triangles workers throughout the world. Thank you all. Have a good night.